repeat what you just said about the warm up. Hi, um, everyone. <laughs> well, hi. Last time we did that Q and A that we tried a rapid speed was because we had a thirty minute warm up, and so just as best thing. friends with a thirty minute warm up, we were going in, and the energy was hot. We are repeating that process today. Anyway, Gabby just started the surrender experiment, and I was telling her I, how I felt that the whole time it was such a good example of leaning into small daily, mo- like when my catalytic converter got stolen, and just immediately being like, "Well, here we, what, are, what are you going to do?" You know, mm-hmm. having a positive reframe. Not one fucking example of boundaries. And then Gabby said she wrote it in her journal. Please elaborate. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, stop! We need to talk about <laughs> hit podcast. record, hit record." If you haven't read The Surrender Experiment, Meadow's been yelling about it for like a year. And I finally picked it up. Got it for Christmas. Finally, last night, was like, I'm going to do it. And I think that the reason, by the way, that I kept putting it off was because self-help type books turn me off so much. They're they're sometimes really dumb or really dense. And Mm -hmm. the in-between is very rare. This is a nice in-between. Steeped in the patriarchy. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is a very nice in-between where he's like telling a story. So it's not very dense and it's not hard to retain. And it's easy to relate to in certain ways. Mm -hmm. So what I like about it so far is I'm relating to it a lot because it's talking about essentially the premise so far from what I've read like 80 pages in. Mm -hmm. The premise that I've been taking so far is that like what would happen If you were to just surrender to the flow of life and use your will, your free will in tandem Mm -hmm. with what life is presenting you with, Mm -hmm. which is a really beautiful message. That was very succinct. Thank you. It's a very beautiful message. I feel like I'll have a lot to relate to that I kind of want to talk about. But Mm -hmm. going back to your point, one of the things that I wrote down, I was like, maybe I'll get to it later. And I said to Zoe this morning, I was like, I'm really curious to see like how it'll it'll wrap up these questions. But now you're basically telling me it's not going to. I I literally Uh wrote in the book, what about boundaries? What about saying no? I because there him, yeah. has not been one example so far of like, he basically like, not to ruin it, but like he takes the experiment really seriously and is like, I'm literally he takes just it to the like extreme. To the extreme. And yeah. like, he's not saying like, this is what you need to do. Right. But like, there is not like one example, like even the, the example of like, okay, like maybe when, you know, he's like getting these job offers where it's like not exactly what he wants to do, but has like led him to then like, a beautiful thing of like basically like life being like we recognize like the universe being like we recognize your skills we recognize what you're great at like here's an opportunity to let that flourish like that's a really cool example but like little things of like okay perfect example like when he was like when the girl was like building her house I was just I didn't want to ruin it but I I was like did she move in yet (laughs) like if if I bought a plot of land and Meadow, or not even one of Meadow's friends that I've never met a day in my yeah. life. I yeah. go out of town, I come back, and Meadow's friend is building a fucking house on my land. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's life's will. Like, let right. me, I would be like, I'd burn it down. I'd be like, you dumb bitch, get off my property. And then I was like, people with trauma, people pleasers, people yeah. with no boundaries, people that have been in in like abusive relationships that don't know how to say no. Like, where is that supposed to? There's so spoiler alert, there's no fucking example of that. Okay, that's so interesting because this is what I was saying. I, w- I was telling my boyfriend this morning, I was like, I think you would like it. Read it. I was like, but. And I do still think it's a beautiful case for those reframes and not one book can cover everything, whatever, whatever. I just really wish that there was a little bit of that in there. I think about like spirituality and like religion and like anything that I feel like people lean 
really heavily into. Sometimes when they're going to like an extreme of leaning into it, it's like coming from a place of being really lost, which I understand because Mm -hmm. we want to believe in something. We want to have faith in something. We want to feel like supported by something. But sometimes, and I've definitely been there, like me two years ago, like reading this book would have been like taking notes to like how to do this verbatim. Right. That's just not what you can do. Like you cannot take anybody's, not even you listening to this podcast. Like don't take ours. Especially not the people. Like you can't (laughs) take everything that somebody says so literally. And -hmm. it's about finding your own messages and relating to it in like the ways that you can. So it's like, if you read The Strand Experiment or anything by Michael Singer, it's like, take it with a grain of salt. If you read any self-help, any sort of anything. Yep. It's all just additional tools in your toolkit. It's not exactly the entire so wherever they answer. feel good, and that should be in different select places for you, and that should be different for everyone. Totally. Oh, totally. bummer that he doesn't actually like, like give examples. I still stand by it as an expansive book for understanding that. Like, really, I think me and my you know twenty nine years of experience and my intellectual prowess is going to solve through things better than the universe. You know what I mean? So I I do love the idea of being like, there is other key players at work that is not my responsibility to know the how or why. And I think that Mm -hmm. kind of practice of surrendering to that and being present enough to, you know, work with the best that you have Mm -hmm. and whatever. I, I love it as the extreme version of that lesson. Yes. Those are a lot of other lessons that I like that you can't just get from that one book. Yeah. Those are the two main things that I've taken away so far is one, exactly what you said of like, who am I to think that I can outthink life? Exactly. And to the reminder of being much more present. Because mm-hmm. for example, like if we're talking about like our careers, you and I have such clear visions of what mm-hmm. we want our career to look like. I don't want to speak for you, but I know that for me, when you I'm You know what forced- they are. <laughs> No, but when I'm like, when I'm forced to verbalize it to somebody, especially somebody that I might not feel like super comfortable around, I get really stumped and it's very difficult for me. And it's not because I don't know what I want and it's not because I don't see this full picture. It's because like sometimes it's just hard to translate a feeling Mm -hmm. into words. Totally. So for somebody like, or for people like Meadow and I, that like if Meadow and I sat down and you told us to sit quietly for 30 minutes and map out the next decade of our lives, like we could, like we would be like, this is what I want to do. And this is what I want to step together. And And sometimes I know that I get really bogged down in the details of that. And I think the one of the beautiful lessons of this book is to stop getting so caught up in what you think needs to happen in order to get to your end goal. Because a lot of times when you're so hyper-focused, and like Deepak Chopra's book talks about this a lot, Seven Spiritual Laws of Success, of like like detaching up to the outcome. Like, the how is not your responsibility. To a certain extent, obviously. Like you you need to like, sure. you know, the way that we co-create, go by our journal. The, the messaging of like, don't get so caught up in the minutia of like what you have created as like the steps that you need to follow to complete your dreams and allow mm. space for presence so that you can actually see it when life presents you with something that you like an incredible opportunity that like may not have fallen in that timeline, but how did you even know that it was an option? So how could it have been in your timeline if you didn't know it existed? You know? And so that's what I think is cool about it. The only way to really see that and recognize it as it's happening is to fucking be here now Mm -hmm. and to be present, baby. It all comes back to it. I mean, you know that I think this anyway, but like, I really can disseminate my entire 
spiritual knowledge and beliefs down to like, you know, three core beliefs. And it's always the first one across every fucking different example of how people want to get the message is being here now and being present. Mm -hmm. That is the key for Deepak Chopra, for Ram Dass, for fucking Eckhart Tolle, for Michael Say, like presence is the key to fucking everything. Do you know what's already annoying me though about the book that I'm like (laughs) worried? That was the most you. (laughs) Go ahead. Yeah. Tell me. Like the way that he, I mean, I haven't gotten deep into it. When I went to go close the book, I looked at the chapter titles to see, and I feel like it will address it later. But like the way that he has no regard for the fact that like we live in a capitalist society is really frustrating because like not everybody could just live in the woods and like live off of $200. First of all, it's not the seventies anymore. And like, you know, like fucking, I I think context is a big player in his story. Mm -hmm. There's no woman in the world that can, that could live out this story verbatim. No. Like even the thing when he was saying, like it really fucking annoyed me. The story of like, spoiler alert, he talks about one point where like he goes to spend some time in Mexico, like in these fields. And like he was saying how he was like in a deep meditation and then like people, he could hear voices, like he could hear male voices. And like he was like, he was starting to like have fear creep in because obviously like your eyes are closed, you're meditating, like you're in a field in the middle of fucking nowhere and you just hear like other voices, like it's alarming. He like basically pushed through the fear and it ended up being like these like really kind men who were like working on the field and they like took him to their village and like it was a great story and I was like that's so gorgeous and I'm so glad you had that experience yeah he stayed in meditation throughout the whole thing but that's so exciting and I'm so happy for you but like if I were in that position like being a woman like I there's no way like yeah they could have been the best people ever but like no way I would have kept my eyes closed like maybe I would have opened my eyes and like found out that they were great people but like I wouldn't have been like oh I hear like male voices approaching me in the middle of an empty field and I'm gonna like stay in meditation It's the same way where like when people go to like very extreme silent meditation retreats with monks and fucking Sri Lanka, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? It's just, it's people that it's have really dedicated to their life to an extreme experiment or stream style. So, but mm-hmm. it's so true. There's a lot of the, there's a lot of, he's a fucking, you know, cis white straight male in the seventies. Like you said, like the context and the circumstance is very supportive for him being the one to do this experiment. But I think if you find yourself in a position of privilege and able to do that experiment to then expand the ideas for other people, also very cool. Right, right. That was what I was about to say too, is like sick that he was able to do this. And he he does kind of mention that in the beginning where he's like, my story is so extreme, like none of you are going to relate to it, but there yeah. are going to be lessons that you're able to take from it and apply to and different. And pieces. that I'm grateful for. So like, totally. I like the book in that way. I just think, take with a grain of salt. Did you read The Untethered Soul? I forget. No, remember I started and I was like, I can't do this right now. I can't now. do it's it. Too, yeah. It's too like heady for me. That's fair. I, That's I just, totally fair. That, yeah, I, yeah. It, it was too much at the time. Maybe I'll go back to it. I really want you to read Rick Rubin's book. It's literally like if you took my entire philosophy and beliefs and put it into a fucking book, I can't say. He's not a music producer. He's quite literally a life coach. He's a creative coach. It's insane. Like you're going to read it and be like, oh my, like, you know how I used to always say, I want to be the Anthony Bourdain of mental health. Mm -hmm. I would like to be the Anthony Bourdain meets Rick Rubin of mental health. Like he is my North star. Have you announced on here what you announced on Instagram yesterday? I can't remember. I feel like you said it on Patreon. We secretly told, oh, I don't know if it was the podcast or Patreon, but I secretly have been talking about coaching. I mean, we, I guess we don't really elaborate, but we shared it six months ago. Remind the people. Oh, okay. Real quick. Cause I do really want to get into our day today. Cause it's very exciting. Sam Aberhart, who's been on the podcast, who you all know, the founder of Mayfair is a gorgeous, beautiful, expansive friend that 
really her friendship has just been so fucking beautiful in my life this past year. She is, we like made a joke, get yourself friends that stop you in your tracks when you share a limiting belief. Like she does not take my bullshit in a really cool Mm -hmm. way. Same way as you, obviously. But I was talking to her the other day and she was sharing about how you can't be selectively in on something. Like the universe knows if you're in and open and a part of it or not, and you can't be in on your own terms. So a good example is like, oh, you know, I really want a partner. I'm open to a partner, but I won't use apps. I want to meet them in a meet cute, like at Trader Joe's and they need to be in my city. Like, no, if you want to fall in love and have a partner, you can't have, yeah, Mm -hmm. you're not, you're selectively in anyway. So we had this whole conversation about it and it was so beautiful and poignant all week long this week. I've been just like sharing different things and going all in on Instagram as kind of like an exercise of it. And I realized that I hadn't shared a big career shift that some of you already know. If you don't know, I'm a mental health brand consultant. I help brands talk about mental health and view it into their ethos or kind of like know how to express advocacy in a way that's authentic to them and also trauma-informed mm-hmm. in whatever way that looks like. It's so cool. And I, you know, carved this straight out of a mental health professional career and I loved it so much, but I also really, really kind of missed the artistic side of things and also wanted a way to combine my years of mental health training and that formal sort of unpacking and and mm-hmm. mental health counseling environment with all of this new knowledge I have of putting advocacy into marketing and into branding and, and into this like online community world. And so I kind of tailored my consulting services to offer also offer it to individuals and artists and creatives. And it's been the most fulfilling thing I've ever done in my life. And I have been kind of just sharing it with my com- amongst my community and not really sharing it publicly just because it's, it's new and it's something, you know, I'm, I, it's just a new adventure and it's been so fulfilling, but I haven't openly shared that. So in, in the nature of going all in on everything, I've now openly shared my new services. Yay. And we're very excited about it. And she's so good at it. And it just makes things, it makes perfect sense. It makes perfect sense. It really is my combination of all my years of mental health training with all of this new knowledge and information I have about branding and marketing and which you're so good at the new age. Thank you. It's it's honestly the most fucking fun, soul nourishing, creative, interesting. Uh, one client that is openly shared about me on her podcast, so I feel comfortable talking about it, is Lauren Elizabeth. Lauren Elizabeth oh and I have been working together mm-hmm. for like six months, and it's so much fun, and it's so fucking cool to listen to her podcast and hear so many things that we talk about and how she then kind of shares it in real time. Oh my god, it, it's like my heart fucking explodes. Well, Every yeah. And then time. it's so exciting because and I'm so proud of you because you have such great, beautiful lessons that you share with all of us. And I what another thing that I really like about what you're doing is like the work, you put an emphasis on the internal just as much as the external. Cause personally, we talk a lot about like brands or things that like are so focused on external marketing, particularly within mental health or whatever, and like they're not doing work internally to reflect it. And it just like doesn't make sense. There's just a huge gap. Well, that frustration is exactly where this service was born from. Cause I was like, right. I gotta, I gotta have a filter for people that want to actually do the work. Yeah. And that's your boundary, but it's cool because then it's like, you're actually making sure like you're doing your full due diligence. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Totally. Totally. And I get it because brands don't think they're going to have to make this in their entire ethos. So they don't know the work that goes into it or they want to be about it, but it feels too personal to bring it in. And I, I understand it, but it, it just gets to a certain level where it's like, where's the authenticity kind of? Mm-hmm. And I still love working with brands. It feels very different. Like in my head, I come part like the way in which the meetings go, how I'm structured, what we're talking about is very, very different. 
I watched myself in this lane continue to try to do something that people were uninterested in. And I was like, okay, well then, you know, what, what am I missing here? Like, how can I filter that mm-hmm. to get this creatively fulfilled somewhere else? And the whole fucking thing took shadow work because no one has talked more shit on oh, life yeah. coaches than Probably me. Probably on this podcast. On this podcast. Absolutely. And of the very nature of this service is very much mental health life coaching is so much, yeah, at least half of it. And so I really had to be like, okay, what am I doing here? And Jesse Israel is someone that fucking talked to me like every day for weeks about unpacking it and how him and I can be expanders for this field. And of course, like if you want to see the change, sometimes you go into the belly of the beast of it and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. Anyway, we have a really good episode for you today and I want to stop <laughs> talking about myself and get to it. No, I love it. <laughs> Which, you know what? It's kind of a great transition that you just said. I want to stop talking oh, okay. about myself. Okay, so we just came out with our first ever digital downloadable journal. It's so it's good. So good. It's beautiful. So much love and work was put into this. It's called Co-Create. You can go download it on our website. You can download it. You can type right into it. You can print it, write it on there, Choose or you can just take baby. the prompts and like do it in your own journal. Yeah. Over 150 prompts. And there's like a beautiful intro about manifestation, psychology behind it, the science behind it. It's, it's really almost exciting. workbooky because we put a lot of like educational lessons and definitions great. and, and thought into the first half. Yeah. We've definitely talked about it on the pod, but just want to remind you it's available for purchase and download indefinitely. Thoughtsmayvary.com. 15 bucks, baby. Best 15 bucks you ever spent. Oh, and if you're on our Patreon top tier, because I did get DMs about this yesterday. Oh. If you want to join our Patreon to get a million things, but if you're specifically joining for like promo codes and early access, that is only available to tier three. Practically self-actualized. Do when you go on It'll show you the different the different tiers and what there's different mm-hmm. offerings for each one. Mm-hmm. So if you would like 10% off of co-create our new manifestation journal, join Patreon tier number three. And there is and a you cute little promo code. Too. Yeah, you would have gotten it on the hats too. Just saying. Anyway, tier number three really does big things. They all do big things, but tier number three okay. is getting a vlog, by the way. So if you guys are it's gonna already in... be live by the time this goes up. Oh my god, it will already be live. So it's if you going like up vlogs, on Friday. If you like, this is going up when it's on Monday. so good. Gabby, you really fucking did. Can we just take a second real quick? Because yeah. the vlog is so good. And <laughs> we you. inadvertently, we Gabby and I thought, because obviously we live in different cities. We talk about this in the vlog, but we were like, let's somewhat align. So it kind of makes sense. And mm-hmm. inadvertently, we ended up like mine is very go, go, go and movement. And yours is more sit down and chatty. And then the balance, the transitions you did are so fucking funny in my morning. <laughs> Thank you. Morning. Like, <laughs> no, it was perfect. It was so perfect. Us. It's us. I'm really excited to hear you guys' feedback. Also, I want to point out that I had to do a lot of releasing of my own ego when I was doing that because Meadow is really good at editing and you well, I, ju- really I just have a very thoughtful. specific style you're yeah. like I just I love your vision I love you. you are an artiste <laughs> and this vlog like I just basically committed like I just went back on YouTube and wow I love the and beautiful edits and all the really things good. thank you I just in order to be consistent, like I can't shit out a video like that once a week. Like I just can't do it. Yeah. And like the vlogs that are going on Patreon right now, we're starting off monthly. So like we have more wiggle room with like being like, you know, this like beautiful art creation. But like when I got your footage, I was so insecure and I was just like, mine is literally just me talking. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Blah, blah, blah. And then I had to like remind myself because somebody said this to us recently or someone said this to me recently. And I think I reiterated it to you or one of the reasons that you and I work so well as a business duo is because we are not interested for the most part in doing the exact same thing. Exactly. And yes, we have yeah. very different strengths. Mm-hmm. And this vlog was a really good example of that. Yeah, absolutely. Where like our two strengths are coming together and it works. And I didn't explain 
any context of what we were doing or why. The way that you sit down and talk about things is so inviting in. You actually made every point that you talked about about mental health. I fucking am just running through a day. Ooh. Like, do you know what you did? You imbued mental health into skincare and to fucking journaling and pre prepping your day and organization mm. and business. Like you are, you, it, we are the perfect yin and yang. I just always do that. Like yeah. we just perfectly go like this. We are a yeah. power couple that is unfucking stoppable. And also I, I just want to, Gabby going back on YouTube is the most exciting thing in the world. And I want to shout her out and I want everyone to go Thanks. watch her first video because it is amazing. And I can't wait to see more. Oh my God, I'm going to also try to join you on YouTube, but I, I'm, it's, I'm scared about just, the consistency. <laughs> yeah. Because you, again, like you, my style's just of, different. It's, but it's so good, but it's hard. It's hard. You can't, it's hard to, to produce that once a week. Right. Anyway, but we're around anyway, getting back to the journal. How many times do we say, okay, anyway, <laughs> okay. Anyway, <laughs> take a shot of water. We thought, or Michaela, this was Michaela's idea, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it was Michaela's idea. Michaela, Shout just out. run our lives, please. Literally. If you don't know Michaela, she just came on the podcast. She does tarot readings for us on Patreon. She basically put together the entire, or not basically, she put together the visuals design, for yeah. our journal and the design. She's 12 out of best. 10. 12 out of 10. So we were thinking, we're like, what should we do for Valentine's Day week? The men, the men are not going to come on the podcast right now. Maybe we tried in a so bit. hard. Everyone, no, I'm so like, sorry. We tried. It's okay. We, it's fine. you know, in in their time, time, in their own time, we have time for the men to come on. We don't, you yeah. know. So Michaela was like, "Why don't you guys do some self love type questions from some of the prompts that are in the journal to give people a little taste of what they can expect in our amazing, amazing journal?" Okay, so I picked also, a couple of questions. Yeah, Gabby picked some beautiful questions. I don't know if you prepped. In my head, I was like, I "Oh, prep. I should." journal some of them out so I can come with no. that thoughtfulness. And then I ran out of time. So we are really going to be present and just share in real time with each other. No, but I'm happy about this. And in the, in the spirit too. of surrender experiment, yeah, what does he do? Totally. He goes into those classes without prepping. Totally. totally. I would have failed out of school if I did that, but yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's so great that you're a genius. Like yeah. so happy for you. <laughs> Stick. Oh, okay. I want to start with something that I'm starting towards the bottom of what I picked okay. because I only read them once. So I don't remember. You said something interesting right before we started doing this section where you were like, I don't want to talk about myself anymore. And I was like, oh, hmm. One of the questions was, what does it feel like in my body? These are all from the self-love section, by the way. What does it feel like in my body to think highly of myself? Oh. Okay. When we very first got on the phone before we hit record, Gabby said, how mm -hmm. are you? And I said, well, you know what? I wonder if the anxiety girlies can relate because for the past two days, I've had so much to do. And we always have a lot to do, but mm -hmm. in my body, I have felt like I'm in a rush out the door and I'm forgetting what to grab, but it's been like, like that's the feeling sensation in my body for 48 hours straight. Mm. I've just kind of felt so like this, that kind of like shaky, like, oh, we gotta yeah. go. We gotta go. We gotta go. So I think when I think highly of myself in my body, I feel centered. Quite frankly, I kind of feel maybe I'm thinking of this because I just watched the Pamela Anderson doc and it made me cry. I feel empowered in my sensuality. I feel empowered Ooh. in what I look like. I feel very, um, how do I describe? It's hard, it is hard to describe physical sensations. I feel open. I feel like my energetic boundaries are strong, yet I'm like kind of radiating love. And I feel very connected to source. There's no other way for me to say that. Ooh. And I know that sounds woo-woo, but I just feel like super tapped in, really calm, cool, kind of like, it's, it's such Grounded. a, it's the feeling I felt growing up as a dancer. When you're like really in the flow and kind of just like sent, like you feel strong in your core and centered, but also like really loose and kind of connected and free. Like that's what it feels like. If what that does makes it sense. feel like when 
other people are speaking highly about you to you? Hmm. I think it depends on where I'm at and who's saying it. Sometimes mm. it feels really nice and it really hits. And I like to say like, I receive that or I take that. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like, how do you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. not that I'm trying to reject it, but just like, it's really, I think I, I am pretty secure in terms of like who I think I am. And it's very interesting to watch how other people perceive you. Mm -hmm. But that's a really cool like growth step that you've had of being able to sit back and yeah, not be in the driver's seat of that. Yes. Yeah. Because you watch that a lot. In real but time I'm, I'm in that. I yeah. journaled about that yesterday about oh, really feeling a weird disconnect between inner me and outer me. Oh, let's talk about it. But that's like shit that surrender experiment brought up. But yeah, it's just that. And, and how I feel about this question too is like, I'm still working through letting go of the outer version of me. The projected like, Gabby that you had yeah, since high school. And like letting go of like other people's perceptions of it. Yep. And not even, yeah, it's like, obviously it's morphed and changed and everything as I've gotten older. But like, I don't know. I think I do a lot of stuff in my life that just, I, I sometimes I, something comes out of my mouth and I'm like, why the fuck did I say that? Because it's like, <laughs> not what I mean. It's not what that. I feel. Yeah. No, yeah. but I'm just doing yeah. it to like appease other people totally. because I'd rather not be uncomfortable in a moment with yep. them than like yep. actually like say what I mean or I withhold, which I think is a healthier thing. But I don't know. Yeah. I've just been having a weird, weird time with like disconnect, like just, just grappling with like the, the concept of like an inner and outer version of you. Um, or like almost I, integrating yeah. the two more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been weird. And I feel like I have been my most limiting obstacle when it comes to mm. growth, particularly in my career, mm. because of that. Because I'll find myself doing things where I'm like, why are you spending time doing that? Because it has nothing to do with what you're trying to do, but you're just trying to like, what I guess, like what I'm, what I don't know. I don't know if I even like, I'm ready to verbalize. You're still actively I'll tell you after. It. Yeah. Yeah. But to answer the question, I guess I, I feel similarly when like I do feel very highly when I'm in those spaces where I feel highly, I feel very centered and really grounded and like rooted into the earth yeah. in a yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking earth sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I'm like just totally. morphing into like a tree. I just, yeah. I feel, <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel very sensual too. I like that you said that. Right? And I just, I feel very smooth. Ooh. Because if you're like floating. Oh do you my know God, what I mean? such a good adjective. Yeah, smooth. I love that. Yeah. But when other people say it, my immediate is like, you're just saying that or thank you so much, but like, what do you know? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what happened to me at acupuncture the other day? It was really funny. Of course it was Dr. Michelle. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was with Dr. Michelle. It was really cold. And she has, she usually has the windows open, but I was like really, really cold. So I was like kind of shaking when we were talking and I was laying on the table and she was always like checking your pulse and stuff. So she was like holding my wrist and we were talking and she was telling us, she was complimenting us on the podcast and how much she enjoyed our conversation and like how much her husband was saying that like, oh, you yeah, know, you told me that, that it was yeah. such a great episode and that like, you know, he really enjoyed you and I as hosts and blah, blah, blah. And so she was giving us all these like great compliments, but I was like shivering. It was, yeah. I hadn't, ver I hadn't, I didn't want to interrupt her to be like, yeah. Hey, can you close the window? Or like, can I have a blanket? So I was letting her talk and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, are you like cold? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually really cold. And she was yeah. like, 
Okay, because I was about to say, like, we have a lot more to work through because you're like, yeah. and I'm like, this girl is like shaking when I'm like trying, like she really doesn't know how to receive compliments. I was like, no, you're I'm like, just no, I have freezing. Yeah, goosebumps all over And I'm uncomfortable, body. but like I'm yeah. also cold. <laughs> oh, That's I funny. love her. Yeah, I she's love great. Her. Okay, should we move on to another one? Yeah, we're already 30 okay. minutes in, so let's try to do rapid speed. Okay, 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 okay. Where did I put Also, just because I have to pee. Found them. Oh, I have to pee too. Where the right? fuck did it? Okay, I got it. Sorry, I keep losing my note. It's okay. Okay. When I'm overwhelmed, mm. good because you've been talking about this. When I'm overwhelmed, mm. more practices make me feel centered, grounded, and stable. Meditation. Great. I noticed that while I've been feeling this weird anxiety in my body the past two days, I haven't meditated. So I immediately meditated last night. I watched my ASMR Reiki videos and I made sure I meditated and did breath work this morning. And I, I feel, I still work. feel it a little bit, probably because I'm on my second cup of coffee, but mm -hmm. I feel a significant reduction than I did the past the previous two days. Great. Love it. What about you? I was going to say breath, breath work. I usually close my eyes mm -hmm. and like tape really deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Do you do, do you, are you, did, did I get you on Andrew Huberman yet? The physiological no. sigh, physiological mm -hmm. sighs, like the double inhale, exhale is really powerful too. So it's like, mm -hmm. and then you sip in a little more and then, yeah, that's, I, yeah, chemically very good for you. I did a couple, I'm going to try that. I did a new breathwork exercise with Dr. Michelle that I really liked, which has been helpful. Oh, will you tell me later? Yeah. Okay. That's why I had to have, I, did you see me get up to get my stress ball today? I was like, my body has too much energy that it needs to express. So I needed the stress ball all day. Mm-hmm. Okay. <gasps> what? Did it break? I kind of broke it. Yeah. Look, That's it's okay. Like it's a stress ball. Peeling. They crack. Yeah. yeah. Mine peeled. What does self-compassion mean to me in my daily life? Mm. Mm, nourishment. Mm, I love that. Nourishing, whether I'm moving my body or feeding myself something mm -hmm. that I like cooked mm -hmm. or even like, you know, where you're like, Gabby needs one of those days where she closes the blinds and like orders her favorite takeout. Yeah. Like yeah. just actually listening intently to what my, what I'm asking for mm -hmm. and giving it to myself without judgment. Absolutely. The two things that immediately came up to, oh my God, it's ripping everywhere. I got to stop touching it. Sorry. The two things that uh, came up to me immediately was like, one, well, I'm still in pajamas right now. So mm -hmm. sometimes it's just kind of like going with the flow and doing that. And two, um, I, in my journal the other day, I think I've been hearing a lot about remothering yourself and kind of when Ooh. in reparenting yourself and that divine feminine and remothering and whatever. However, losing the parent that was truly my soulmate, that was my dad recently, meaning like in the past few days, I wrote in my journal, like treating myself like Camo would treat me or like, what would Camo give me right now if I said this to him or if I needed you something saying that to me, by the way. Right. So I'm like, my new thing is like treating myself like Camo. if quite frankly, I know he's doing all he can on the other side of whatever this fucking life shit is. And so it is the quite possibly the least I can do by giving myself what he would give to me too while I'm here. I'm looking for my hair tie. I'm paying attention. I'm, oh, okay. I'm really upset tie. that this is now like completely broken. Not it's okay. Broken. That's the point of a stress ball, Meadow. I know, but it's pretty. Well, yeah. Okay. We'll have to make our own now. You have been saying that and I've been really liking that you've been saying that because I feel like you've been using it as a way to protect yourself almost. There was one situation where you were like, my dad would have never fucking dared said that to me. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. So it's really been in my head recently. 
Mm, if I were to increase my confidence, how would my life be different? <laughs> Both of us. Mm. I think I would be less affected. I think I think of like almost small things. Like you know how if you were oh gosh, I don't know how to articulate this. Like some if you're walking behind someone and they slam the door, sometimes for people it's like, well, you know, what did I do? Or sometimes for other people mm -hmm. it's like, well, they're a stranger, so it's easier to let go. But I just think that when I feel more confident or rooted in myself, it's so much easier to see everything else as a reflection of who they are, not I am. And I feel very um almost more unbiased to the situations and things that are going around mm. me because it becomes such a reflection of what other people are going through or dynamics or something. And I really take things less personally. And then it just feeds kind of my confidence more. I'm not Ooh. sure if I'm articulating that as well as I mean to, but no, I, I understand like what you're saying comes up for me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that too of like, I would take things less personally. Yeah. But also I don't know. And again, I don't know if this is just me and my limiting beliefs, but I feel like I would just, I would be such a less anxiously attached person to things. Totally. Like with totally. work or with people in my life. I think I would be more creative without fear of perception. Yeah. yeah. In work. Okay. Yeah. I want to say something about that. So okay. new feature on TikTok who knew probably will never participate but you can like make videos that are just for your friends like if you just follow each other oh yeah 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 i knew that yeah i didn't know that i'm 100 oh. years old anyway it's like Teffy, a privacy setting right yeah i guess yeah, yeah i don't yeah. know teffy's been making some of those and i've been watching them and like they're really ugh, just it can be like a therapist sometimes totally. she made one the other day that was like and i hope she doesn't mind me sharing it because it was on like a close friends but i'm sure it's fine her. she basically was like make what you want to make, like create what you want to create. And she told the story of somebody who like, everyone's just so obsessed with views and like what, you know, people that think are is like, cool. And she's like, all it takes is the assistant of an assistant of an assistant of an assistant of an agent to like, see your video and take it to their boss. Mm -hmm. She's like, and then she told the story about somebody who was like, was getting like 20 fucking views or like 200 views, mm -hmm. but like Oprah saw it and like gave him a job. Wow. And I'm like, oh, Oprah says so. <laughs> but it's just yeah. true that like the more authentic Make you are you to like, yourself, we, yeah. not only does it resonate, but it just feels more fulfilling whether or not you get that validation or not. It is true. Also, you, well, I was just going to say you're also more likely to be creating something that there's a need for because you're not just oh, mimicking somebody absolutely. else. absolutely. Really good point. Absolutely. I think that's interesting that you said that's where you saw it on TikTok too. I wonder if you relate to this as writers. When I write a long, heartfelt Instagram caption, feels like fucking nothing for me. Making a TikTok or making uh, the reason why I archived all my old YouTube videos is YouTube makes me feel the most vulnerable I've ever felt on the internet. Mm -hmm. Like video format. And like you're saying, because I try to make them artsy and like, because it feels such an expression of myself. I am so much more likely to be insecure and vulnerable in some type of way about any sort of video content, TikTok, YouTube, any of that, mm -hmm. as opposed to writing. And it's so interesting because uh, I had a friend recently say to me, like, when I read your Instagram captions to me, I'm like, I don't know how you do that. That's so vulnerable. But I could like make up a TikTok all day. And I'm like, oh, my God, like it just never occurred to me. It's, to me, I'm like, Psh, I can write every fucking thing in my heart. But something about the experience of writing. So I so strongly feel like I'm owning my own narrative, whereas yeah. expressing myself in video is something that is so creatively fulfilling and therefore so scary to share. 
I totally feel that. I feel right? that a lot. Maybe maybe for different reasons. I feel like with writing, it's easier to say everything. There's yeah. less room for nuance. Yeah. Oh, and there's that's less a good room point. for that's misinterpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas a format like TikTok or even YouTube where it's a 20, 30 minute video, there's a lot that can go wrong. <laughs> or you're trying to say In things that. through visual cues or editing or mm-hmm. music even that's like different than fucking saying it in words. Yeah. It also just makes me insecure with like video content where I feel like I'm exposing myself more and it feels like it's, we've had this conversation. It feels like it's like devaluing yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I understand. I feel that way too. Also, do you like how last episode we were both like, fuck TikTok. It's going to go away. Neither of us are using it. And now all week long, you and I have been posting on TikTok. No, I post, listen, relax. I posted two TikToks. Yeah. They're very cute. I watched them today. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still not hopping on the train. I don't care. I know. I know. You've been good at it. I don't. TikTok though. People are really like. People are loving your world market TikTok. You should be doing food hauls. Yeah. That was the example of me coming home and being like, is this what people mean by just being like going throughout your day making a TikTok? Because I'm just trying to show Aaron what I got us at world market. And I was like, fuck it. I'll film it. So it's No, it was genius. You just kind of like have that like whatever this is what I'm doing in real time. That authenticity like Teffy's saying or just making whatever the fuck you want to make. It's fun. It lands. All right, let's do one more. Okay. Hmm. I can't believe I'm coming up tomorrow. We have to plan our outfits. I know. I don't have time to do that until tonight. I won't lie to you. That's fine. Okay. These are too much to go into right now, but I just want to give you a shout out of how much I liked the prompts that you wrote about our beliefs and like, Mm. did this belief start with me or with someone else? How does this belief keep me safe? Like, I really like that you that you put that one in there because I think a lot of times we like gloss over the beauty and like protectiveness of like patterns and beliefs, mm-hmm. you know? Thank you. So I really like yeah. those, but that's, I don't have it in me. Okay. I also think when you the- see, sorry, just to elaborate, when you see and recognize the value that this belief keeps you safe or pattern or behavior or whatever it is, when you see that value, it's easier to identify like why you did that, think that part of you, take mm-hmm. that for where you need it, but also recognize when it doesn't serve you for this part in your life anymore and move on. Like you have to mm-hmm. really acknowledge and thank that before stepping into something new. Mm-hmm. Anyway, keep going. Okay. Let's end with like a softball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love that for us. What does my self-care routine look like? Oh God. What do I How want is that to a look softball? more like? I could talk for fucking 12 hours about that. Yeah, I know. But like, give us like the, the like top Four. Okay, you go points. first because I'll rip off you. Mm, okay, definitely what I said earlier about the compassion thing of like giving myself what I need without judgment. Yes, love. Being and feeling clean. Mm. I love a shower. Water is really cleansing and metaphorically, spiritually, literally in every way. When you're like in the deepest depression and don't even want to get up to pee and rather get a UTI, a shower can physically transform the way you feel mm-hmm. about yourself. And it my, it's and, so and by the way, I'm not saying like that's because I like will like, in those moments want to get in the shower. No, it's just you like, don't want to. You that's don't. the point. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it does make a big difference of just sitting there. Yeah. Um that's a good one. So feeling you clean. Physically wipe your hands clean of the day of the energy. Anyway, yeah. Ahead, like sorry. washing my hair. That's really oh, important. Like totally. doing the whole thing in the shower. Yeah. And then that that's why like skincare and stuff like that, like when people are like, oh, it's frivolous. I'm like, no, it's like you're showing yourself an act of kindness. And why is that's that frivolous? Where my thoughts used to vary. I used to, I wrote an entire essay called I know you you know, skincare is not self-care, but it was in 2017. And that's when I was like, because no one's actually talking about what real self-care is. But, yeah, but there was if nuance you're in take there. the time to yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, keep going. 
Because your, 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 your article was basically saying like no one's going to sell you a face mask and it's going to cure your fucking depression. Yeah, that is what but I was like, saying. But like the way that you use it. As mindfulness or your, oh, mm-hmm. oh, new, I have a new coping strategy, self-love routine that I got from Leora Alexandra. In the mornings when I make my coffee now, I take two minutes, five minutes, whatever it is to sit there, drink my coffee and repeat affirmations to myself. And at first I was like, oh, I should see like what affirmations are good that I like. And then I was like, absolutely not. I know exactly what I need. So I went in my notes app in real time, just kind of like closed my eyes, took deep breaths and just wrote down any affirmation I I can think of. And I repeat them to myself every day slowly while I drink my coffee. And it really makes me feel good. Okay. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. It's Ooh, really that should be a fun tidbit that everyone can take away from this episode to start to start doing that. It's really nice. I like I've been that. enjoying it at least. The the other one I got from her in the same video was the um words today? What's it called? Hard. Vision board. Uh mm. doing like a Pinterest or manifestation vision board and putting it as a widget on your phone. Because you all know you can't manifest alone with vision boards. It takes the deeper work. However, visual cues to kind of imbue a feeling and connect to that feeling of how you want to feel is really, really helpful. So I made a 2023 vision board on Pinterest. I I had to make it public in order to do this. So go look if you want. It's called 333. And I have it as like a little thing. So every hour, my images of my vision board cycle through on my phone. So every time I open my phone, I can look at it and be like, ooh, like, why did I put that there? What was the reasoning or manifestation behind it? Let me connect to that feeling. And where in my day right now, Am I, can I like feel this feeling or bring that in? Ooh, I think I'm going to do that. Really fun. Okay. Those are two really fun, actionable tools for the team. Thank you. Those are mine. And I've literally started those last week. They're brand new for me and I've been very much enjoying them. I love that. Yeah. Great. You said you had four things though. And I I kept interrupting you. Do you have one more? Oh no, I don't know. Okay, cool. I like what you said too. (laughs) We're over it. Let's go. We both got to pee. It's just Happy Valentine's Day. We love you. Yeah. What Meadow said. That part. That part. (laughs) All right. Oh, can I tell you what I got, Aaron? Oh, yeah. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't know. Uh, While he was proposing to me, we were listening Mm -hmm. to the album of a specific artist. And I didn't know that that artist also makes art. And so I bought him a print from the artist whose album was playing (gasps) while we got engaged in a big frame for it. Stop. That's really really cute. That's really cute. And we never get gifts for Valentine's Day, so I had to warn him. I was like, we never do Valentine's Day gifts, but just so you know, I kind of fucking nailed it this year. So get <laughs> me something. <laughs> I'm dead. I love that. Oh, that's oh, sweet. Yeah, that's cute. All right. All right. Love you so much. See love you, you. See you tomorrow. We're vlogging, right? Yeah. Should I vlog on my way up? <gasps> yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So many things to do. So little time. I know. We got to go. TTY. All right. Thanks for listening. Go buy our journal. Ciao. See you, How's it going, y'all? It's Aaron. Don't let your Monday suck. Don't have those Sunday scaries. I'm tired of everybody waking up in the week saying, ah, shit, it's Monday. You know what goes down? TMV releases every week on Mondays. Make sure you rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're watching YouTube, yes, TMV has a YouTube. Be sure to subscribe and ring that noti bell and never miss a thing. And also, join the TMV familia by joining the Thoughts May Vary Patreon and by following at Thoughts May Vary Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Thank you for listening. Great. There you go. Thanks, baby.
Gotcha.